welcome to another exciting episode of Adulting Poorly with Michael Phipps. Sorry about that. I just wanted to do something a little bit different at the beginning because I thought it was funny as shit. Apparently it's not. Um, this has been a crazy ass week. I don't know about anybody else, but for me right now, being unemployed and just being able to people watch almost 24-7 has been both amazing and fucking terrifying. Like, the amount of stupid shit I see on a daily basis right now is mind-blowing and it's almost too much to track. Like, I see it so much right now that I forget... Things that I've seen because something else has occurred shortly thereafter. Like, I've been spending a lot of time at Costco and grocery stores during the day because, you know, that's apparently what you do. Um, I've seen some very weird things that um, I, I feel obligated I have to share. One of the things is, I don't know if anybody else knows this, but if you go to Costco during the middle of the day during the week... They do samples, which, by the way, not a big deal, but not something I thought was normal. Uh, just because there would be a lower number of people there. Why are you wasting your samples? You're not getting the greatest amount of customer. Like, why would you do that? doesn't make a lot of sense. But go to Costco like three days in a row, all because I forgot things, not because I'm a psycho. Well, I mean, it could be both. But go to Costco three days in a row, or two days in a row, sorry, and then... Watch, interact with people, or see how people interact with the um, sample people. And one of the things I've noticed is, number one, I was the youngest person in the Costco the entire time. Meaning, this is turning into, or Costco is turning into like a daytime nightclub for our oxygenarian, like, members of society. Like, it's, it's crazy the number of people who are plus 70 years old that are in Costco in the middle of the day that are literally just fucking hanging out. Like, no carts. They don't have anything in their hands. They're just walking around looking at shit. I get it because I'm as bored as they are right now. But this is like, I was waiting for a disco ball to drop and the lights to get a little bit dim. And then you have DJ Dorothy. Dorothy D. Because it's just these people walking around talking to each other. I had one woman that just kind of was like, they're hovering around the the sample cart. And she's like just pounding these samples. And the whole time she's, you know, having a conversation with the woman giving her samples. And also bringing her husband into it. Who obviously doesn't want to be part of the conversation. But feels still obligated to like continue to stand there. And it was killing me because she's having this conversation with the sample lady, like, she knows their entire family. She, like, she took a bite. I think it was like a, what are those, like a garlic uh, avocado something dip. I don't know. Anyway, she took a bite of it, and she was like, oh, my God, this is so wonderful. Your sister Sarah would love this. You know, like, it's just that you can feel, like, the garlic itself, and then it just kind of explodes through your mouth. And then the woman who's giving her the sample was like, oh, yeah, a lot of ladies love this, especially when it's, you know, you can serve it with almost anything. And then that just spawned this entire conversation. And, and the whole time I'm sitting there going, this is what happens during the middle of the day. This is what I'm eventually going to be. I'm going to be one of these people that's not buying anything, but just getting fucking samples and talking to this lady because I'm so fucking bored during the day. 
this will be my nightlife. This is what I will be doing. Uh, I couldn't stop watching it. And then I noticed every single sample stand had a version of this lady there talking to the people giving out samples. I just it just hit me. I was like, this is their nightclub. This is what they do. This is how they get down and party. Whoop whoop. They should have wine samples and cheese. Just let shit happen. Let it all get a little bit weird. Let's see where this goes. Like really goes. We'll have one station for Cialis, and then we'll have one station that's just two bathtubs so you can hold hands. And then another station where you can get your Chardonnay and then go back to the bathtub and maybe some or you know, like apple slices and some nice brie. And then afterwards you can buy batteries and, you know, new toothbrush heads. Why not? Anyway, fucking killed me. And then I walk around the corner to grab some kombucha because I'm fucking addicted to kombucha. I don't know what they put in there, but it's like a it's like a, a, a sour soda pop. And I fucking love it. I can't get enough of it. And it, I'm probably going to find out in two years that it's destroying my kidneys. And it is literally causing, you know, long-term impacts to my liver. Which I'm doing drinking anyway, so why do I give a shit? Anyway, so I'm walking behind this elderly gentleman. And he stops. And he's looking at every single thing there. And he, he just whips around to me. And he goes, I really like... The Northwest Kombucha, because it has less cinnamon at the bottom of it. And for me, I prefer that, because I just think it's delicious. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I really don't have an opinion on the other ones. I really haven't tried that many. And he goes, oh, but that's great. And he just grabs one and walks away from me. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I could do this all day. I could just go down there and interact with these people all day. It is so much fun. And by the way, I feel like, you know, I'm going to wind up there anyway. So why not just, why not just start now? Why not just get that weird now? Anyway, if you want to have a little fun, take a couple of days off, go to Costco in the middle of the day and just check it out. It is amazing. Also, you can get through Costco in about five minutes that way. That too is amazing. All right. Some other things. Um, I've been noticing, but uh, because again, I'm bored. I don't have a lot to do. I clean throughout the day. I prepare some meals. I start cooking, thinking about writing a cookbook, but in the way that makes sense to me, because a lot of cookbooks like don't, I, I they start with your ingredients and then they work into how much time it's going to take your preparation. I almost think you should start with the preparation. Like this fucking takes a while. So if you're looking for a quick meal, fucking turn the page. Something like that. Um, has quicker meals. Uh, I can put my mac and cheese. The other things I put in there are the things I make on a weekly basis. Um, anyway, that's a thought that's happening in my head. I'd rather record it like this uh, so you can play it whenever rather than actually putting it down on paper. But I do think it would be fun to have on paper as well. Anyway. So I'm doing a lot of things like taking care of bills, making phone calls, following up on things. I had to change one of my um, one of my my phone bill. I had to change that, um, so I had to change the plan that I was currently on. And I I called in, and knowing it's gonna like there's a chance that I'm gonna be on hold, uh, that there's gonna be multiple people I may need to talk to. 
that there may be troubleshooting, whatever. Like, it's, I'm prepared for this phone call to take 10 minutes or longer, and I think everyone should when calling any of these places. Cable company, cell phone, you name it. Be prepared to be on the phone for at least 20 minutes. Make a snack. Have coffee prepared. Do not take the phone call in the toilet. Things like that. Like, if you feel a dump coming on, don't make a phone call. So, I call, and I... I'm talking to this individual. I should say I'm talking to the speech IVR real quick before it shoots me to an individual. And again, got it on speakerphone. So I start doing the dishes because I think it's going to be a while. And actually, boom, got somebody immediately. Again, bored in the middle of the day. So people, I can actually get someone and talk to a human being relatively quickly. So they're going through and we're talking about what plan I want to change to and everything else. And I'm still doing the dishes. And apparently it's frowned upon to be doing other things because, you know, it's hard for them to hear. So someone asked, they were like, what are you doing now? I was like, I'm just doing the dishes, cleaning up right now. Even Dexter had to clean his laboratory and everyone fucking just dead silent. Like apparently making a reference towards a TV show where somebody kills people, not what they wanted to hear, not even a joke, like not even a little bit of a giggle, nothing, like zero sense of humor. It took all of the wind out of the phone conversation, but my plan was changed about 15 seconds after that, and my phone call ended. So it's kind of a catch-22, like, yeah, I may have creeped them out, there might be a note on my account now that I'm a terrifying person, but I also got my transaction done in under five minutes, so take it for what it is. Uh, And then... uh, I unfortunately followed up something similar to that by going to the bank today. And by the way, all of these I call pulling a FIPS. And pulling a FIPS is when you do something incredibly uncomfortable and you think it's funny, no one else thinks it's funny, and everyone around you, like, you just drop this grenade of uncomfortable. I'll give you an example, and I think I've actually said this before, but a long time ago, like years, the first time I think Mega Millions or ever hit $250 million. So I'm thinking like 10, 15 years ago. Um, I go into a grocery store, and at the time, I smoked. That's why I know it's that long ago. And I saw that it was $250 million, and I was buying a pack of cigarettes, and I said, hey, why don't you give me five Mega Millions tickets too? And there's this couple that's literally standing just right off to the right of me that I'm kind of barely paying attention to. So the customer service person grabs my cigarettes, she grabs the tickets, and as she's pushing the ticket over to me, I said, let me be the village idiot, are these the winning numbers? And the couple next to me, the guy looks at me and goes, why don't you go get yourself fucked? And walks away, and as my hand is on the ticket, and the customer service rep's hand is on the ticket too, I just slowly turned back to her and said, he just asked if his were the winning tickets, weren't they? And she couldn't even respond because she was trying so hard not to laugh. That thing where you're holding a laugh back, like holding a fart, it's just, it's taking all of your energy. Your face is red. Your whole body is quivering like you're about to shit yourself. She, tears welling up in her eyes. And I was like, I should probably just throw this away. Karmatically, there's no way I can win anything after that. That is a classic case of pulling a FIPS. So today... I go to the bank because, again, I have all the fucking time in the world. And I walk up. And, of course, everyone looks at you weird when you walk into the bank now. 
Like, what the fuck are you doing? The money's not in there. It's out here. This little machine, this is what does it. Don't you have the app on your phone? Like, everyone looks at you like you're a psychopath or maybe you're, it's either you're a psychopath or you're going in to rob the bank. There's no other reason to actually go into the bank now except for those two things. Either you're lonely, you need to talk to somebody, you're a little bit fucking crazy, or you're robbing the bank. So as I'm walking in, I'm trying to pull my wallet out and my hand kind of gets stuck so it looks like I'm actually trying to pull a gun out of my jacket anyway. So I feel foolish even walking up to the counter for those two reasons. Right out of the gate. Pull out my wallet. Go to make a deposit. The woman behind the counter starts coughing so fucking hard that I took two steps back. Like, you're gross. I can't, I don't want any of this. And she goes, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, I'm fine. And I was like, are you sure? Because I can, I'll go to another window, because, you know, you're dying. And she goes, no, 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 it's okay, I have bronchitis. And I was like, well, that doesn't make it any better. And she goes, no, 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 it's okay, I'm, I'm, I'm on medication. And without even thinking about what I was saying, I went, prove it. I have no right to say that. Anyway, she just, she just glared like dead in my eyes and went, excuse me? I went, I'm sorry, I was I was asking you to prove it, like if, if you had your medication with you, if you would show me. <laughs> she just goes, uh, no. <laughs> what can I do for you today? And now I'm like noticeably uncomfortable, but I laugh at things like this because I think they're fucking funny. And I'm like, I just I just need to make a deposit. And she was like, okay. I was like, you're not going to ask me to prove it? And she goes, I'm holding your deposit slip, sir. And I was like, oh, well, there, it's proved. Trying to make some kind of joke or light out of this. The other cashier is staring at me with her mouth agape like this fucking idiot. What the hell? Like, I guarantee the moment I left, the two of them were like, okay, did you think he was robbing the bank when he walked in here? I fucking thought so too. And then, what was that weird shit about having to prove the fact you were on medication? What is with people that walk in the fucking bank? Fucking psychos. They're still probably talking about that right now. Every other customer, they're like, at least it wasn't fucking Sweat's guy with his fucking hand stuck in his pocket. That fucking guy. Oh my God. I'm going to be that guy for the rest of the day. The people that come in and take over their shifts are going to have to hear about this fucking moron that walked in earlier and asked them to prove that she was medicated. I'm an idiot. But anyway, again, that is another classic case of pulling a fucking Phipps. Another amazing thing that happened to me this week, just because it's been this kind of a week, and I'm oddly excited about these things, and I shouldn't be. Uh, so I've been picking up my daughter from school, dropping her off, picking her up, um, because, you know, I'm a house bitch, and that's what we do, motherfucker. So I... Uh, I misjudged the time I was going to pick up my daughter because I was picking her up to take her to her jujitsu class. And by the way, if anyone has daughters and they're thinking about, hey, I'm going to get my daughter into some kind of self-defense, get them into jujitsu. I know it may sound weird, but jujitsu teaches girls, men as well, to fight from their back on the ground with somebody putting their weight on top of them. How to use their weight against them, turn it around, and then fuck that motherfucker up. Like, just beat the shit out of them. Put them in pain. I don't want her to use this for any other purposes other than to defend herself, but if she needs to fuck a motherfucker up, so be it. Anyway, so I show up late 
or I show up early to pick her up to go to class. I totally misjudge the time that I'm there. I usually get there just after all the other assholes have been there. So there's no lines, there's no cars backed up, nothing. And in this school, there is parking on both sides of the parking lot. And then, you know, the driving lanes are in between uh, the parking lot itself. So if you're backing out and there's backed up traffic, there's nothing but cars there right now. So you're you're stuck. So there are some people that get there early and they back into their parking spot, which makes sense. But then you still, you're stuck with these lines of traffic and you have to wait for somebody to get let you out. Uh, there's buses coming in the opposite direction. There's kids everywhere. It's fucking chaos. It's pandemonium. Um, not really. I mean, it's just fucking school. Anyway, so first... I have this, I'm waiting, and I see this guy get into his car with his kid, and I stop a good car length and a half between the car that's in front of me, so this guy has space to get out. He's going to have to maneuver a little bit to do it, because he's still kind of pinned in from the car in front of me, and if that fucking asshole would pay attention and move three feet forward, this guy could get out, which, by the way, took him probably five minutes to figure out after the guy honked at him ten times. So this guy finally gets to, like, pull his truck out just a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. And as he's doing it, there's like a break in the cars where he could probably go, but he waits and he's staring at me and I throw my hands up, pushing my hands back. Like, do not go. Stop. Collaborate and listen, motherfucker. Put my hands back and he just gunned it. Missing a car that was coming the opposite direction by probably a foot. Had they not seen me throwing up hand signals and came to a stop, it would have been a fucking horrible accident right there. But I start honking at the guy, and he is just giving me the business. Both fingers, while driving, kids everywhere, not paying attention. I am now the individual at fault for his ignorance. Honking, just giving me the finger, telling me to fuck off. All while his kid is in the car, and, you know, everything else is happening around me. I just kind of, like... Get the little, you know, the talk, talk, talk signs with your hands. Like, whatever, motherfucker. I don't have time for you. You're the one at fault here. And by the way, I'll get in a fight in the schoolyard. That's fine. My daughter's still inside. You're the asshole that's going to get in a fight in front of your kids. I'll go to jail. Not really. But at that, that moment, that's exactly what's going through my mind. Like, if you want to take this outside, we are outside. Let's do this. Anyway, he drives off. And I'm just, I'm blown away at what I just saw. Like, what kind of fucking ignorant asshole just is not paying attention to what they're doing with all these kids around. These kids are like, you know, five to eight years old. It's blowing my mind. Like, none of these kids are paying attention, and you're just going to drive like a fucking idiot. Right as that is going through my mind, I see this woman backing out of her spot, and there's a line of cars behind her, and and she's just coming straight out. She's not trying to turn at all. And then she just guns it. And all you hear is just crunch, and she just backs right into this dude. And it, it's bad enough that both cars jar themselves. Like, this guy gets jarred to the right. And just the motion of hitting the car, like, and then coming forward, the inertia on both sides of it, she moves forward after the fact. But she pulls forward into her parking spot and tries to leave. So this dude gets out of his car. And in front of me... I can see every parent has picked up their phone and is now starting to record this. Like, ooh, holy shit, Facebook time. 
They grab their phones. They start recording this. This guy gets out of his car, and she's driving like a Hyundai SUV that has that weird tire in the back. And it was close enough making contact that it almost like, if she'd been going any faster, she would have shattered his window with it. But it was just enough where it just kind of rocked the car and pushed back. But caved in one side of his car. So he walks over and stops her from driving. And he's like, hey, you can't go anywhere. Like, you got to give me your information. And she goes, okay, and tries to leave again. He's like, no, 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 no. You have to stay here or I'm calling the police. So she parks, puts her car in park. He has to take his car and back it into a spot now and reluctantly go over there and deal with this situation that this woman has created because she wasn't fucking paying attention after another guy almost did the same fucking thing in a parking lot full of children. And this guy just looks so, like, not distraught or upset. He just looks like all of the wind, all of the emotion, all of the energy has been taken out of his face. Like, why do I have to fucking deal with this right now, I just want to go home. I've been sitting in this line for 10 minutes. I just want to fucking go home. I want to go home. Nope. Now he's got to deal with this. So, it takes... Watching that, waiting my turn, it takes me probably another 10 minutes to even get to a point where I can pull around to pick up Olivia. Uh, I'm trying not to laugh. There's a whole bunch of things going through my mind. And uh, so I go grab Olivia, who is now on a big... Queen kick, which I'm loving. She wants to listen to Queen and not like Britney Spears or fucking Kids Bop 936. So I grab her. She's like, I want to listen to Queen. I was like, you know what? I have the perfect song for right now. So I'm playing another one, Bites the Dust, as loud as I can as we're leaving. And this guy is still sitting there with this woman, and as I drive back around, I slowly get close to them with my windows down, just enough so he can hear, hey, 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 another one bites dust, and he gives me the dirtiest fucking look that any one person can give to another, and the entire time I'm thinking, yeah, I totally deserve that. Um, it just, But it made me giggle so hard that Olivia asked me what was funny and I was like this song this song is just so funny no no I added rage on top of rage in a situation that didn't need any more of it all right so that's been so much like this week like that's how I've been having fun that's how I've been getting down and there's a lot of people that are wish they could do the same um who are currently on a forced sabbatical for the government I apologize, because uh, that fucking sucks. And just to touch on it real quick, and I'm just going to end this, I want to touch on Donald fucking Trump for just one second. I hear a lot of people that are, I, I spark up a lot of shit online, and I know that, I don't care. Um, and a lot of people have a tendency to immediately react to Donald Trump by saying, what about X, or what about this person, or as my cousin called it, the whataboutisms, which I think is a great way to say it. It's the whataboutisms. Um, what about this? You have an individual running for presidency, or for, for the office of the presidency. Um, your chief of staff, your children, and probably five other people in your campaign 
are working with a foreign entity um, for two things. One, to build a hotel, a Trump Tower, okay, you know nothing about. Um, the other one is uh, secretly sharing uh, poll data and voter information with Russia to get um, to solicit aid from them to essentially hack the election, right? Okay. Now, if you truly believe as a Trump supporter that he had no idea this was happening, then you cannot believe any longer that he is an intelligent man. You cannot believe that he has any grasp of what's going on within the government if he couldn't even manage his own campaign. So when you start talking about the wall, things that he's done or had to overcome in his presidency, no, 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 he has no fucking clue what's going on. He latches on to small pieces of information that are being fed to him by companies like Fox News, Breitbart, whoever he fucking listens to, whatever commercials on, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken, whatever catches his fancy at that time is what he's paying attention to. And for some reason, he's fucking stuck on border security. 4,000 people were arrested. Yes, three of them, three were actually from gangs. So how do you say this is a national emergency? It's because someone else has told you it's a national emergency. You have no data, no facts, nothing to support it. So again, to back up, if you believe, you cannot believe that Trump is both unaware of what happened in his campaign and still smart enough to run the government. You can't. You can't say those two things. They don't coexist. You can't have it both ways. He's doing a great job. He's so smart. He understands everything. He has his hands in all of the cookie jars. He knows what's going on. He's in control. Nope. You can't say that and then say, no, 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 those people worked alone. You're telling me that he let his fucking kid negotiate a deal with Russia to build another building, a Trump Tower, without him involved? Uh, uh, bullshit. I don't believe I don't fucking believe it. I'm sorry. As somebody that's worked in any organization or any company, you're telling me that one of the biggest moves that that company is going to make in the last five to ten years that the CEO wouldn't be involved with. The one person that wants his name and his fucking small hands all over isn't involved with. Even better, you want us to believe the same thing is true for him taking the office of the presidency. I'm sorry, you just can't, you can't have it both ways. Okay. I'm done. I just super, I can't handle any more of this. I want him just to end the shutdown, let people get back to work, and find another solution because a fucking wall isn't happening. A, a fucking $25 billion wall, you need $5 billion a year for the next five fucking years to put this wall together? A wall that covers one border but doesn't cover anything else. You can use a drone to drop drugs. That's easy. And if you want your slatted fucking fence wall, then I can see where I'm dropping my drugs and I can tell people where to go to get pick them up. Also, it stops at the coast and in the Gulf. And in a $200 boat, you could probably find your way to the either into Texas or into California. Okay, so I guess that's where Boulder Patrol would just be posted then, right? Nowhere else? 
Right. Um, does it stop people coming in from Canada? Does it stop people coming in who are flying in? Jesus, that are boating in. That, that are just, they're coming in from just, like they have a valid visa and then they just never fucking leave. Like, you're not solving any problem by this except for one. You have a racist agenda against the Mexican people and therefore this is the most important thing for you to do. You are a fucking idiot, sir. <sighs> All right. On that, let's close out this week by saying, I hope everyone has a fucking great new year uh, and it treats you better than the last one did. Bye.